0: Hello, and welcome to A Radically Changed Mind. My name is Rachel, and I'll be your host. In this three-episode podcast, we're going to discuss the decriminalization of drugs and what that might look like in Washington communities. Whenever we hear decriminalizing drugs, are we really sure what it means? Do we really know what's behind it? We're going to take a look at what it looks like as it has been done in other countries. Portugal decriminalized drugs in 2001. Author Miriam Van Helu wrote about it one year after they had decriminalized drugs. She delves into the construction of Portugal's plans and policies She takes a look at the statistics and why there needed to be such reform. In the early 1990s, Portugal was facing an epidemic of heroin use. They didn't know what to do. In 1991, 4,667 were arrested heroin possession or use. In 1995, 6,380. In 1998, 11,395 or 235% of the 1990 figure. 61% of the arrests were for possession use and 45% were heroin related. Portugal had a problem and they needed to fix it. Some of the things that they were worried about when decriminalizing drugs was if the drug use was going to rise, if it was going to send a message that it was okay to use drugs, and if they were going to see an increase in school-age children using drugs. They hoped that by decriminalizing drugs, it would encourage more people to enter treatment programs. It would take the stigmatized idea that drug addicts were criminals and turn it more onto a health crisis than a criminal justice crisis. So so far, Portugal has seen positive changes since the decriminalization of drugs 20 years ago. They hoped that by decriminalizing the drug that they were no longer placing drug addicts in jails and causing them to have criminal records. Instead, they would either pay a fine or they would go to a panel of, of medical advisors, uh, lawyers, and um, medical staff that would discuss options and, and give them resources um, and possibly send them to treatment, depending on the severity of it. Some of the things that could be seen with the decriminalization of drugs was if you were caught, you could get your um, license suspended. If you were a any sort of profession. Portugal was one of was the main the first country to mainstream the decriminalization of drugs. They kind of set this, the the path for, for other countries to follow. We have had Oregon, the first state to decriminalize drugs. It passed in November Of 2020, and it went into effect on February 1st, 2021. Though it is in its infancy stage of being passed, it too hopes that it'll see a positive change just as Portugal did. Drug addiction in the United States is at an astronomical high, which has contributed to The mass incarceration. We have drug users being put away for possession charges who are doing prison time that end up with felonies. When these people end up with felonies, they are no longer able to find employment easily or housing. But when they get out, we do expect them to do take care of themselves but how can they if they can't get a job or housing and nobody will help them so once they're released they turn right back to the to the drug use again many people ask where will the money come from what is going to happen what what does this look like where where are these people going to go what exactly are we going to see Oregon has submitted a Drug Addiction Treatment and Recovery Act. It is a laid out plan of what Oregon plans to do to decriminalize drugs and and what that looks like. Oregon plans to open treatment facilities around the state offering 24-hour care. To anybody in need. This is very important because when a user is using and they want to get help, when they want that help at that moment, that's when they want it. When they are told they have to wait weeks for a bed date, by the time that bed comes around, they're no longer ready to recover. decriminalizing drugs, will take a burden off of our police officers. They will no longer have to transport and uh, do paperwork and handle these these users who are being arrested. They will now be cited and then sent to a panel, just as in Portugal, to be reviewed by a group of professionals. Oregon has laid out an amazing financial plan on how they plan to pay for these new services that are going to be offered in their state. Um, One of their main sources for funding this decriminalizing of drugs is going to come from marijuana tax revenue. Which the state receives about a hundred million a year in tax revenue, and that is expected to grow more than twenty million per year. So that's where most of their funding is going to come from. Um, Each new treatment center has guidelines that they must follow in order to receive the funding from the state. There is an appointed central group that is in charge of accepting the applications for the funds and then accepting and and distributing that money accordingly to the state's need one nice thing is once the once it is decriminalized and the stigma of drug addicts being criminals, is taken away, people are going to be more apt to want to receive help. They won't feel so judged in a way that that makes them want to hide from it. It is an issue that is sweeping our nation, and it does need to be taken care of. I think that Oregon is taking a first step in a right direction, and we'll see other states follow behind. The war on drugs has not worked. We've all seen it. It's been 40 years. It's only destroyed lives. Put people away in prison for a very long time. Away from their families. Away from their children. And it, it has destroyed more people's lives than imaginable. So this approach that Oregon is taking. It can't be any worse than... What we've seen with the drug war, if anything, it is going to be positive and it will send us in the right direction. The fact of the matter is, is we will never live in a drug-free world. It is not possible. We have to adjust and it's our moral responsibility to treat all humans as people and locking someone away for... What should be a medical issue is awful. It's not right. Washington usually follows suit with Oregon. We should see a bill being passed here in our state soon. Um, and I think Washington and Oregon are great examples that are going to, you know, lead the country in the right direction making those decisions to do so our communities will benefit in many ways from the decriminalization of drugs one last piece of information would be there is an alternative to the war on drugs there is we just have to make sure that we're getting the right information out to to the people, because when you hear decriminalized drugs, why everyone's like, why would you want to do that? Who, why do you want to make them legal? That's not what we're doing. They're still illegal. We're making it to where the stigma is taken away. We're we seen the same thing with the prohibition prohibition. Um. It is very similar, the prohibition of alcohol and the war on drugs. When we decriminalize something such as alcohol or drugs, we see a lot of negative effects. We see a negative effect to our markets where we have drug cartel coming in and and making up for the alcohol that's no longer allowed or the drugs that are no longer allowed so we have an unregulated market out there um, we see the the effects on people and their families for being locked away for long periods of time because of drug use um, when these people really should be offered help not punishment um, there is an alternative to the war on drugs and we are going in the right direction we'll take a deeper look on our next episode on some in-depth of what the communities will look like where where the the people who who's gonna who's gonna run these programs and where are all the people gonna come that are gonna you know, um, staff all these new treatment centers, um, what it'll look like for our communities, our, our children, um, homeless people, what kind of things would we expect to see, you know, crime rates to go down, will they go up, um, drug use in kids, drug use in adults, um, HIV and hepatitis transmission what 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 would we expect to see with such a change it is a big change it's not something that's easy or can be done overnight and as for as for organ, it's not something we're going to be able to see you know in a year or two it'll probably take a good you know five years before there's some compiled data that can actually give us an idea of what is really happening and if it is working we do have Portugal we can we can take the data from their research since it has been 20 years um that is a different country and a different culture different things like that but it we should see similar um outcomes but we will really know with Oregon so next episode we'll take a deeper look at all of those things if you have any questions. Send them to me so we can get them answered on the next podcast. We'll we'll see you next episode. Thanks.